Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the 5 for 5 Rock and Metal podcast. I am your host Eric and episode 5 is on the band Cold. And uh, this is a very special episode to me because Cold has been one of my favorite bands or maybe my favorite band over the last um, 20 years or so. And uh, Cold started out way back in 1998 when they put out their first album, um, their self-titled album, Cold. Um, now, I didn't hear about Cold, though, until about 2000 when um, when the songs Just Got Wicked and No One were on the radio, of course, off the album 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage. So, so that's how I heard about them. I began hearing them on the radio, and... Um, and the rest is history. I've been a fan ever since. I've, I've bought every album ever, ever since that one came out. And um, so over the years, I've uh, I've been fortunate enough to see Cold a total of ten times in concert. Um, way back when they started, they used to tour with bands like Stained and Flaw and Finger Eleven and and Taproot. And um, and actually, the most memorable concert for me. Uh, that I ever saw from Cold was in 2009 when they played with Taproot. Um, so it was actually September 12th, 2009, which um, which is the anniversary. September 12th is the anniversary of 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage, which came out September 12th, 2000. So um, little did I know at the time, that day was the nine-year anniversary of that album. So um, on that tour, Taproot opened for Cold, but also before Taproot played, Scooter uh, came out with a keyboard and he played songs from his solo project, The Killer and the Star. So it was a really great performance to be able to see Scooter doing The Killer and the Star music, and then Taproot, and then Cold was, of course, fantastic at the end. And then, now after the show, why the show was so uh, memorable for me, after the show, um, it was pouring rain. It was at the Worcester Palladium in Worcester, Massachusetts. And um, I walked around to the back of the building and there was Scooter standing outside in the rain, um, only surrounded by maybe 20 to 30 fans, which was crazy because this was a this is a relatively decent size arena. It holds a little over 2000 people. The show was probably a sellout or maybe close to being sold out. And there's Scooter in the rain uh, standing there meeting fans um, and like like I said only like 25 to 30 of us and I mean he was hugging people and he was given autographs and you know at the time this is kind of before most people had smartphones and, and you know social media really wasn't a thing so people weren't trying to take selfies with him and and post it on different social media sites and stuff like that it wasn't about that it was about um, the fans appreciating Scooter for the music he created and him showing equal appreciation to the fans for the support. So it was great. Um, I got to meet him, gave him a hug. He signed my ticket. He signed the back of my shirt. Now I had a black cold shirt on with a big silver spider on the back and he signed it across that silver spider. But of course it was raining and I was probably all sweaty from the show. And now that shirt is actually the cover art for this episode. So if you look at that picture associated with this episode, I actually just took a picture of that shirt um, just today, and uh, and I'm using that as the cover art. So you can no longer see the signature; it's completely gone. It's been um, you know 12 years now to this point. So um, 
but yeah, that's the best memory I have from a cold show over the uh, over the years. First saw them back in 2000. Saw them all the way up until 2019 when they were touring um, for the album "The Things We Can't Stop." So, um, so yeah, I've loved them for for over two decades now. And here we go. We're going to rank the top five cold albums. So the number one cold album for me is the album we just mentioned, 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage. Now it was their second studio album, came out September 12, 2000, and I loved it from the immediate instant that I got it. Now Scooter, uh, he's a great songwriter, and he, he just writes songs, um, he writes a lot of sad songs, and, and the songs though, they're vague enough for fans to apply the songs to their own personal situations in their lives, whatever they're going through. So the songs are are sad and they're really heartbreaking sometimes, but um, a lot of times they're not specific. So it really helps the fans um, just apply that to their own personal situations. So I do love that. And a lot of good examples of that are on this on this album. Of course, the opening track is Just Got Wicked, which is fantastic. And then and it going just to a, a relentless um, stream of fantastic songs like She Said, and No One, and End of the World. Confession is one of my all-time favorite cold songs. Um, it's all good. Send in the clowns that he did with uh, with Aaron Lewis from Stained, and then uh, towards the end, the song "Sick of Man" is one of my absolute all-time favorite songs of any band. I just love "Sick of Man," and then the way it ends with "Bleed," a really like acoustic song that he also does with Aaron Lewis from Stained, and um, just a fantastic album front to back. And it's probably my most listened to CD in the history of my in all of my CDs that I own. So um, if it was possible for an album, for a CD to wear out, I think I would have worn this one out. So um, it's probably my favorite album of all time um, for any band, and it's absolutely my favorite Cold album. So number one, without a doubt, um, 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage. Number two. All right, album two, um, I've got as Year of the Spider. And um, Year of the Spider was was so good. It, it was their third album coming out in 2003, and uh, it became uh, their back-to-back gold albums. Now, 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage and Year of the Spider both went gold. Um, Year of the Spider actually hit number three on the U.S. Billboard charts, which is crazy. They hit two huge singles from the album, Suffocate and Stupid Girl. Now, Suffocate... Um, they had help from Sierra Swan. She's pretty prominent in the song. Um, Sierra Swan, actually, Sierra Swan was also on the previous album. She she was on the song Witch on 13 Ways to Bleed on Stage. So um, she was a big part of the song Suffocate. And then, of course, Stupid Girl, those two songs were big radio hits, helped the album go gold um, and number three on the charts. So um, a big, uh, a big, big album for them. And you know that it the song kicks off with remedy which remedy of course is one of the one of the best all-time cold songs and then suffocate right after that cure my tragedy uh track five though don't belong is maybe my i don't know maybe my favorite song on the album don't belong now now that song is is just like an anthem for rock kids who who maybe don't know where they fit in uh in life in general so that's that's such a really good song and um the rain song i love and the day seattle died is um, is really good and, and 
and sad and specific and um and then at the end change the world black sunday is one of my favorite all-time cold songs and then the way they finish the album with kill the music industry and that's probably the heaviest song cold has ever done um cold of course not a very heavy band but i think kill the music industry is probably the heaviest cold song of all time and then um built into that song if you wait long enough on the cd anyway um you get the bonus track uh, gone away so um a really great album and I, I can see if a lot of cold fans only got introduced to cold through year of the spider i can absolutely see why a lot of people would say year of the spider is their best album but uh but for me it's number two and uh, and that really wasn't even too too difficult of a decision number three so for album three, I have Superfiction, and uh, Superfiction came out in 2011. It was their fifth studio album, and now for Cold, they had broken up for a time in 2006, so before this album. So this was their first album after not really reuniting because it wasn't the same band. The band has gone through many lineup changes in, in the history of Cold, but uh, really after Scooter restarted the band, this was their first album after the breakup so you know man i remember where i was when when i heard that cold broke up in 2006 and and i was just absolutely devastated and heartbroken and i mean i know many people remember where they are when big things happen they hear a you know family member died or they hear like a celebrity that they love has died or you know huge things like 9 11 and stuff and i'm not obviously comparing a band breaking up to those things but but it just goes to show you how how important some of these bands are to the fans and how important cold was and still is to me so i was just absolutely destroyed and uh, and i remember where i was and i remember the day it happened and um so anyway but good news is scooter got the band going again and um back in 2011 they came out with super fiction which is a really really good album a little different for them but it was fantastic opened with wicked world and then went into what happens now um i love the songs welcome to my world emily i love that song my favorite song in the album is the crossroads it's a great album and then at the end of the album the ballad of the nameless is a really really good song as well and um just a, such a solid album and i can't believe that that an album this good is a band's third best album it's it's crazy and i really think Superfiction is really really close to to year of the spider um but number three um super fiction number four so album four and five were really difficult for me to decide upon um you know i've actually been putting off doing a cold episode for a while because i i didn't want to say that any album was better than another or, or any album was not as good as another just because I, I love the band so much and I didn't want to put any of the albums down. But um, for, for, um, for album four, I went with the newest album as of now, The Things We Can't Stop. And it's their sixth studio album from 2019. Um, and, you know, I love the way the album opens with that intro, with the girl talking into the song Shine. It's a great way to open the album. Then the song Snowblind, which is probably my favorite song on the album. Um, they wrote it a long time ago, and it finally made made it onto an album. So Snowblind is great, and The Devil We Know. Better Human is a great song. And I love the way the end of Better Human, um, with, that, with that little child singing, and how that is the way that song ends, and it goes right into the drum beat for the song Without You. And that's a great transition there. 
And then the song Quiet Now, right in the middle of the album. And Quiet Now is a perfect example of, of what I said earlier, how Scooter writes these sad songs that are kind of vague and, and allows fans to apply the songs to their own personal situations. So um, Now Quiet Now is a, a great song if, if you've lost a parent or if you've lost a grandparent uh, or a pet. Um, but in the case of the music video, anyway, if you watch the video, yeah, the, the Quiet Now is about and it portrays parents losing a child, which actually makes the song even more sad than you already think it is. So, um, so that's a great song. And then Systems Fail is one of my favorites on the album. And, the, and then it finishes with the song We All Love, which is a little different from Cold because, uh, because Scoot is kind of the backup vocalist on that song. And they've got um, the guitarist, Nick Coyle. He is the main singer on the song. And then Scooter kind of backs him up. So it's a little different uh, in that regard. But... Um, but a really, really good album, and I hate to put it forth because it's such a really good album. And um, but that's what we got to do is when we rank albums. Um, so yeah, the things we can't stop. Very tough decision, um, but number four. Number five. So as tough as uh, as it was to put the things we can't stop at four, it's just unreal that I have to put a different kind of pain at album five. It's just um, unreal that I've got to put this as their fifth best album because this album is so very good. It's, it was their fourth album from 2005. It's probably um, their saddest album. Um, you know, and, and this, this episode is so unique because I feel like all five albums that I've ranked, there are zero skippable tracks if you listen to all five in a row. And it's really the only episode so far that I've had that I can say that where I have five albums in a row, one through five, where there is not a single weak track on any one of these albums. And and I, I, I know it's only episode five, but I cannot say that about any of the previous episodes, bands that I've done. So, I mean, you look at this album and you've it opens with Back Home, which is easily one of my all-time favorite cold songs and then it's just heartbreaking is you got feel it in your heart anatomy of a tidal wave is a great song the, the track a different kind of pain the title track is fantastic and happens all the time and then towards the end tell me why is is just heartbreaking and it's just like over and over and relentless and um the album is so very good and and i really had a hard time not putting this one ahead of the things we can't stop i really went back and forth over the past six or seven days trying to decide which of these two albums would go in front of the other but like in my heart if i could just do ties you know i would probably have tied here the spider and Superfiction for two and then tied the things we can't stop in a different kind of pain for three and then just left it at that but i didn't want to do that so um so yeah a different kind of pain number five but i don't know it 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 just hurts my heart to to put an album this good at five just like putting the things we can't stop at four so um but anyway that's that's it for cold uh, that's my top five cold albums and i hope i was able to do this band justice because it's been um they've been such a, a meaningful band to me over the past 21 years so uh, so that's it for this episode. Uh, episode six coming up in the near future for a band who also writes very sad, heartbreaking songs, but in a much more aggressive way. And that band is Atreyu. Thanks for listening. See you then.